Well, the BBC has released 3,000 internal emails relating to journalist Martin Bashir's infamous 1995 interview with Princess Diana. Yeah, let's catch up with entertainment editor Peter Ford. Hey, Pete, uh, this comes after a court order, right? Yeah, so they had no choice. They had to drop these 3,000 emails relating to it. Now, this, of course, that infamous television moment was a great get. No one could deny that. But, of course, it's been subject to a lot of accusation about how the interview was obtained and the accusation that a lot of it came about because of the fact that she was presented with false information, including forged documents, bank accounts. She was being told that, basically, they were after her, the family were after her. And there you can see. Now, this is a leaked email from Martin Bashir to the BBC in 2020. He's never given an interview. But I find the wording quite interesting. He talks about here how he's sorry to hear the so-called forgery story has reared its ugly head again. But then he also goes on to say that basically... he, he, he Now, I think the wording's really interesting. It played no part in the interview. Now, why didn't you say it never happened? I didn't do that. It played no part in the interview, so it's not a denial. But he, he then goes on to say what it did allow is jealousy, particularly within the BBC, and then he pulls out the race card and he believes some of this is because of the fact that he's not of white skin. Now, that's the only time he's really addressed this. He's refused all requests for interviews. He's been doorstopped. He won't talk about it. So that's the only thing we've ever actually heard from Martin Bashir himself. So I think it really does only add fuel to the fire that this interview was obtained you know, deceitfully. And why, why people get angry about this is because the belief was after this was the point of no return for Princess Diana and she then refused royal protection and if she had royal protection on that fateful night maybe things wouldn't have happened the mm -hmm. way they did. Um, Pete, some major artists and songs are being removed from TikTok today. This is over rights issues. Yeah, like your really big, big names, like your Billie Eilish and your Taylor Swift and, and Drake. And TikTok, of course, has become a huge outlet for music. It's been a way to really sell and promote music. But as of today, Universal Music have said, you're not using any of our artists because you won't pay correctly. And Universal have gone so far as to actually reveal that about 1% of their total revenue comes from TikTok. So that they've tried to resolve this, that they say. They say other social media outlets do not give them the grief that TikTok has done. So subsequently, no more universal music at this point in time on TikTok as of today. That's good they're standing up for the artists, right? In that. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie has responded to her Oscars snub. She has broken her silence, as we say, in the tabloids. And, of course, this is on the back of the fact that she didn't get an Oscar nomination, nor did director Greta Gerwig. And she is really being, as you would expect with Margot, extremely diplomatic. You know, it would be very easy to be angry and bitter and twisted. That's not how she's viewing it. She's basically saying, how do you, can you possibly be sad when the movie got eight nominations? She does think, and she would have liked for Greta to have got a director's nomination, but she's not saying poor me, not for a second. So, as always, she is conducting herself absolutely impeccably. Classy, yeah. Yeah. An incredible year for all the films. Mm. Uh, a new no documentary about the way, uh, about the making of We Are The World is out. We, we just heard it as we went to the break. Yeah, it just brings back a lot of memories, yeah, doesn't it? Sure it? Of does. course, and this is a doco that's just dropped for Netflix, and it's 
kind of behind the scenes and the build-up to doing it. Now, bearing in mind, of course, all this incredible list of artists, the greatest artists of our generation, to get them all at one place at one time, and they only had one night to get it right. And you've got to also remember, 1985, they couldn't send texts to people. They couldn't email people. They literally had to courier uh, invitations to people to say, will you come to the studio on this night and do this project? And of course it did happen. It became a huge hit, made a lot of money. And so now the behind the scenes story to it, it looks quite fascinating. And the sign on the door said, leave your egos at the door. And it, it seems that most people actually did. And the result was extraordinary. So, so that, that's just under 40 years ago, like 39 yeah. years ago. Wow. It's a bit terrifying, isn't it? It yeah. really yeah. is. Yeah. It looks great. I'm going to watch yeah. that, the Savo, after I watched the snake and the guinea pig a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Pete.